Hey everybody, Rob here. Just wanted to remind you to make sure you're leaving those reviews and hitting those five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts or on iTunes. It makes a huge difference. And if you leave a five-star review, we love to read it. This is an awesome one from Allie from the Valley. It says, this podcast makes you feel like you're just hanging out with the guys. They're so funny. If you're not laughing along with them by the end of it, you have no sense of humor. Well, thanks, Allie. Just want to let you know that uh, you're the bomb. And so is your mom. And you can tell her I said so. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of You, Me, and He, a podcast that we like to imagine in a tuxedo t-shirt, you know, because it says, I want to be formal, but I'm here to party. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely here to party. (laughs) That's right. I am your host, Rob Lambert, and I'm joined by my co-host. This is Josh Frankenstein. Drew Carroll. That's right. And fellas... Isn't it crazy that the universe somehow has this ability to balance itself out? Last week, I told you guys that I was riding high. You know, I, I, had, I had witnessed somebody else putting their foot in their mouth, and I just felt glorious walking away from it. But I have to say, this week, uh, it just my, 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 my riding high didn't last too long. So let me explain to you what happened. <laughs> okay. Um, my, uh, so my wife and I were expecting, uh, our second child and she's due April 20 or sorry, December 26. And so it's coming up. So my wife is very pregnant. We're getting towards the home stretch and, uh, pun intended. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's rounding third. <laughs> and, um, I don't know. Do you guys, have you guys ever heard of a push gift? Do you, do you know what a push gift is? No, I think no. I'm too old for that. I've had four too many kids now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so <laughs> there's this thing called a push gift, which is basically, you know, like a, a gift that the husband gives the wife as like a, 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 hey, thank you for, you know, going through this process. Thank you for all your hard work. Like this is a gift to you. And it's usually something <laughs> uh, very meaningful. So we're sitting one night. And, uh, my wife is talking to me about how, like, you know, we're excited for the baby to come and she's excited, you know, that, that after she gives birth, she'll be able to, you know, you know, sort of, you know, work out and, you know, try to get back in shape and stuff like that. Because that's one of the things that's hard for her is her, her body is changing. And right. So, right. Yeah. So she's talking to me about that. She feels like getting a Fitbit would be something that would really oh help her do that. And stupid me, I look at her and go, Hey. What if that was your push gift? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. I basically dude, I just basically in my head as soon as I said it, I just heard Admiral Akbar from Star Wars say, "It's a trap." <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> so if anybody's That's not good. understanding what I'm saying, I basically looked at my wife and I said, how about my gratitude gift to you is something that's going to help you lose weight? <laughs> Here. You're welcome. Now, now here's the deal. shape. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> now, here's the deal. I am a lucky, blessed man because there's so many ways that this could have went wrong for me. Oh, completely. And uh, in the end, she was so gracious and she was like, no, no, I don't think it works that way. But, dude, I totally, have you guys ever seen Karate Kid? Oh, yeah, Totally. 
Okay, so it just felt like the end when, like, Mr. Miyagi has the leader of the Cobra Kai, and at any point he could just strike him and kill him, but instead he just reaches down and honk honk on his nose. Yeah. Like, yeah. in that moment, she was Miyagi, I was the Cobra Kai, and she could have killed me, but she decided to, to just honk my nose and move on. So, oh, anyway. Hey, how you doing, Josh? Oh, I'm, I'm doing okay, man. You know... I've had a, I haven't had as interesting of a week as I had last week, you know, but um, it is another Thursday. So I did have to get on that elevator one more time today. <laughs> you know, I just, ever since talking about it last week, I can't shake it anymore either, man. I'm just like, gosh, I actually noticed as I was trying to like get through, I, I couldn't, I couldn't wait long enough for like the doors to open up, dude, just so I could like jolt across the threshold, just get right <laughs> over there, you know, like. Yeah, I just it, now it's really getting a hold of me. Um, yeah, I take the stairs but, now. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I didn't yeah. used to, but uh, I do now. I wonder how many other people my story has now impacted. Like, all they can think about getting on an elevator is, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose my head. This is not going to be good. You know, well, yeah, it's just the way that it goes. But, uh, you know, I mean, it, it's been okay. I, I saw the weirdest thing today um, when I was coming home from work. I, I was coming through town. I come up on the sidewalk because there's a stoplight. And all of a sudden, there's this dude on a bike that comes just right across the side or the uh, the crosswalk, and he's got a chihuahua wrapped around his neck, man, <laughs> like, it's, like it's a scarf. And I'm like, uh, you know, at first I didn't believe it. I was yeah. like, you got to be kidding me, you know? I mean, I just kind of like looked and I thought he was wearing something. And then I had to double take and I look over there. I'm like, this dude's wearing a chihuahua around his neck, man. What the heck is going on? Yeah, you know, I mean, it would have been better like if he was dressed as a pirate. And that was like his parrot, you know, that would have been awesome. <laughs> It'd be like, you know, wooden sword, like attached to the side of him or something like that. But I mean, it wasn't that epic, but still, you know, it was like, this is the first time in my life I've actually seen somebody wearing a chihuahua. Oh. And I got home and I told my wife, I was like, you're never going to believe what I saw today. I was driving down the road and this guy who was on a bike and she finishes my sentence for me yeah. was wearing a chihuahua. Everyone's seen him. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, how did you know? And she's like, oh yeah, just i saw him this morning he thought it was hilarious <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, that's amazing you know and then she proceeds to tell me about how she's she has seen this guy around town before like not just riding a bike just walking i guess this chihuahua just sits right on his shoulder man yeah, just sits on his shoulder just looking around chilling like a villain <laughs> right on his shoulder and i'm just like what the heck is this what dimension have i like warped into this is like just odd man oh yeah so i mean chill is getting weird yeah dude I, just things that you never thought that you would see and you're just like okay and there's no money jar he's just doing it for fun <laughs> yeah, man for entertainment <laughs> for entertainment <laughs> just like, that's his buddy yeah you know? <laughs> dude maybe he's just like so fashion forward bro like that's going to be the new trend is just wearing a chihuahua right <laughs> yeah fashion forward and instead Everybody of wearing your fur chow. coats it's a yeah. real live animal <laughs> this is the best neck warmer ever it's always good to see that guy. hey you know that uh the the flanagan's realty parking lot yes dude he yeah. was there doing donuts no hands with his <laughs> dog up on his shoulder dude just chilling there's yeah. your tip jar <laughs> yeah, he needs a saying. bucket out right like, there yeah. that's what he needs i know man if you want another doll you gotta do a handstand <laughs> <laughs> it's like Cirque de, Le, Cirque de Soleil in Chowchilla with just one dude in his chihuahua. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's I, awesome. I love that guy. So, yeah. Anyway, what about you, bro? Uh, it's been good. It's been uh, pretty boring. I've been I've been home. The job in San Jose is kind of wrapped up. Yeah. Thank goodness. And you're not watering trees anymore. No, no. I've just been kind of hanging out. Yeah. And uh, but we're we're getting ready to go on vacation 
uh, on Tuesday. Oh, I need a vacation. Yeah, most people would be excited about it. But the idea of getting on a plane for me causes anxiety weeks ahead of time. Andrew's terrified of snakes <laughs> and planes. Oh. And, and sharks. Snakes on planes. <laughs> and the ocean. Okay. How do you feel about Samuel Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> he's awesome. A lot of times, terrible in the Kingsman. Ruined the Kingsman, in fact. No, he's ruined a lot of things, actually. He's, he <laughs> plays the it. same role in every movie, dude. Like, don't get me wrong. He plays it well. But, you know, you can only watch Pulp Fiction so many times. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So when you see the movie Snakes on the Plane, is that like your nightmare come to life, basically? Uh, like I, all the worst things? I didn't watch it because <laughs> I, there's a few things I was t- I was afraid of on that Wait, movie. that would be a compilation between Snakes on a Plane and Sharknado, right? Yeah. It was, like that That would be your nightmare? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah, dude, to be trapped in a plane with all that bad acting and snakes. Like if, awesome. you, if you have a plane that's going down, everyone's acting terribly, and there's snakes in it. That's like the worst thing that could ever happen to you, dude. <laughs> so awesome. But dude, I go through these. Man, I I start to freak out, and like I've tried, I tried. Every, everyone's always like, "Oh, take pills, dude." I've taken enough pills that would knock out a horse, <laughs> and I'm awake the entire flight, dude. I just can't get over that anxiety. Oh yeah, my father-in-law was like, "Oh, I take Dramamine." I'm like, "Oh, that I haven't tried that yet. I'll try it." He goes, "Yeah, I just popped two, and I'm out before we even take off." And I'm like, "That sounds fantastic." I took two when we went to Columbia. Didn't do anything. I took the rest of the bottle on the way back. <laughs> <laughs> and I was still awake for nine hours. <laughs> dude, somebody gave me speed. I know that's what happened. <laughs> oh, it was a mess, dude. It was a mess. So I, 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 I start to freak out. I'm getting anxious right now just talking about it. Well, and just think. You're going to hit paradise, you know. It's going to take you five hours to I get there. I hope we don't hit paradise. <laughs> <laughs> think about it this way, dude. Either way, either way you get paradise, whether you land at the airport or there you land you somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But still. <laughs> this is one of those weird moral dilemmas. Because what do no. I say? I'd prefer earthly paradise? Dude. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's not really a good answer here. It no, just... not, not one bit. <laughs> Dude, what freaks me out about it is that, like, with a car accident, like, if someone veers into your lane, like, that's, like, three seconds where you're like, oh, crap, and then boom, you yeah. know, and it's over. With a plane crash, you're like, oh, crap. Oh, we're still falling. <laughs> <laughs> We've got another 80,000 oh, feet to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have more to say. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just terrifying. I looked up uh, stats the other day. Don't do no, that no, no. to it yourself. Was, it was actually really good because Hawaiian Airlines has not had uh, a fatal accident in its 90 years of existence. That's which good is to know. Pretty impressive. It's the first time for everything, brother. Shut it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I tried I tried going that route. Like, hey, I'll just jump on a cruise and meet you guys there next yeah. month. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you'll be gone? Yeah. <laughs> But then I think about like being on that boat and if you could zoom out and then ma- like see that against the rest of the ocean, dude. Oh, that's terrifying too. Have you ever watched a YouTube video of a cruise liner sinking in the ocean? Yeah, it looks terrifying. I saw like a cargo I saw a cargo ship. Dude. Now you're going to have no safe way of getting to Hawaii ever. No, that's why we should all stay here. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, dude. I agree. Yeah, so I'm I'm just I'm just kind of having an anxious week, I guess. Oh, my sister-in-law did do a nice thing. She uh does all this stuff with essential oils and she made me this one for anxiety and I I put it on and it smells good. So that calms me down a little, I suppose. It's been pretty nice, but 
Now there's still really not a whole lot that helps me. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm trying, dude. I use that stuff every day. Oh, anxiety is my nemesis. It's all good. Well, how whatever. long? How long is that flight? <clears throat> like five hours. It's, yeah, it's like five oh, hours. Oh, yeah, it's like uh, I don't know. You could watch snakes on a plane twice. In that dude, time. <laughs> you know what you need? You need to fly first class. I can't afford it, dude. I know, but it's so worth it. I've flown first class. Why would you tell me that? And then I tell you I can't afford it and you say, I know. Because (laughs) (laughs) I don't mean it that way. I mean it because everyone says I can't afford it. I don't know if that would help me, dude. Maybe not. No, I don't don't think it would help me. Dude, I mean, I was working in front of a store for pretty much like the last month that was right by the airport and I was watching these things take off and land all month. I still don't understand it. It doesn't make sense to me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this giant tin can, dude, that weighs who knows how How many tons. Oh, insane amounts, dude. And it just with ease, up and down, no problem. High speeds. Really kind of makes you question gravity, doesn't it? Get out of here. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, do you want to talk about flight patterns and whether or not the Earth is flat? (laughs) I'm just saying. Been there, done that. (laughs) Just saying. He's chomping at the bit over there. He's ready to go. (laughs) I'm getting angry. (laughs) Josh could do a whole series just on flat Earth. Yeah. But speaking of uh, questions and answers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For real. That's right. So, hey, tonight uh, we thought it would be awesome to devote our episode completely to answering uh, some of the listeners' questions that we've been having on Facebook and Twitter. So, uh, we're just going to kind of take them one at a time and uh, see where they go. And uh, we may get to all of them. And if we don't, then you know we can we can put them over to the next uh, episode. But uh, you guys ready for this? I think we're ready to go. And I just want to say, listeners, thank you for submitting your questions. Um, I'm really looking forward to uh, answering some of these. You might you no, might hate not. it, but <laughs> <laughs> you might hate some of the responses, but let's get going. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. So this first question comes via Facebook from Caleb Abels, and it says this. In an all-out brawl, Royal Rumble style, between all the presidents of the United States in their prime, who would win? <laughs> I think this is awesome. <laughs> this is a great question. This is a tough one. This is a great question. Um, one person I'm going to throw out there right now, Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. Okay. Okay. I, I think what we need to do is not, this is not who I'm picking to win. This is who I'm throwing into the rumble. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because if, how many presidents do we have now? 44, 45, 45, right? Uh, too many. That's way too many. So we need to pick out some that, that we'll actually put in this rumble and who's going to come out on top. So yeah, I'm going to yeah. throw Andrew Jackson in there as one, okay? Uh, well, here's, here, here's what I was thinking. I, I kind of feel like any president who was president after, like, the 40s probably is not going to last very long because I feel like no. all of the yeah, earlier no. presidents yeah, Trump. were, like, uh, okay. so B.A. George, George W. Bush was in the National Guard, okay? <laughs> Our first president was a general in the American Revolution. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. put that in context. Difference. I, think so. that, uh, I think Abe Lincoln would have some reach. There you if, go. If okay, boxing. all right. So we got Andrew Jackson. He's we got solid. Abe Lincoln. And he, will, he also took a bullet and stayed alive for nine hours. Okay. Solid. He's tough. Yeah. Um, Teddy Roosevelt. Definitely. Yeah. Got to throw Teddy in there. Got to throw Teddy Dude, Roosevelt Dude, the Rough Rider, bro. Yeah. 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 That's, how, you know. that's how Rough Riders roll. Bull Moose Party. <laughs> Bull Moose. What about Franklin? Franklin Roosevelt? Yeah. Legless? Oh, no. Professor X? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Man. 
Too soon? Too soon? <laughs> hey, he stood up once to do the, the message. Um, all right, all right, all right. So Teddy Roosevelt, Andrew Jackson, Abraham Lincoln, because... Because he was the first and because he was a general, and I said that you got to throw George Washington in there. For sure. Um, maybe the guy who followed up Lincoln, Ulysses Grant, he was a general during the Civil War. I think that's pretty good. I think that's pretty, pretty good. Could, yeah, I, I can't think five. of anyone tougher in a, than in that. In a Royal Rumble. <laughs> in terms of presidency. Yeah. Not in terms of No, life. I want to throw one, one into the mix that you wouldn't, like the dark horse, the dark horse candidate. Uh-oh. Grover Cleveland. Grover Cleveland. Yeah. Okay. Grover Cleveland. <laughs> Had the most vetoes of any president in the history of all presidents. So, <laughs> but you can't veto a punch to the face. Like. No, but I'd like to see what he would do up against that matchup. So, we're going to go with six in this rumble. We've got right Grover on. Cleveland, Andrew Jackson, Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, Teddy Roosevelt, and who, uh, Ulysses Grant. Yeah. Okay, okay. So who goes first? All right. Okay. Who, who's out so are first? we doing this like uh, are we doing this like Royal Rumble style cage or match to the death? Cage match to the death. Everyone's going. Celebrity okay. Celebrity death match. Presidency. All right. So my personal feeling is that I think Ulysses Grant always held something against Lincoln. So I think he's going to go right for Lincoln right from the get go. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think those two get tangled up in a battle. Okay. Right. Okay. And then Andrew Jackson, I mean, dude was known to be like tough as nails, hates the legacy of George Washington. Yeah. So those two are like going, going at it, right? They're, okay. I mean, they're going to go down. Teddy Roosevelt just can't stand Grover Cleveland. So you he, plotted this whole thing in your head. <laughs> <laughs> I know, for I'm real. Like, dude, this is getting crazy. Well, this, is like, this is like a Booking history lesson. Thing. Josh, did you actually watch the weigh-ins? Yes, I did. I definitely watched the weigh-ins. Okay. So, <laughs> All right, so that that's my matchups in this Royal Rumble. That's what I think happens from the very get go. I think so, I think Grant goes after Lincoln. I think Jackson goes after Washington, and I think Teddy Roosevelt sees the weakness in Grover Cleveland, the dark horse, and goes right for him. So, who do you think comes out as the winner? Teddy Roosevelt takes off across from the octagon, just charges at Grover Cleveland. Okay, okay? who's just like sitting there? Grover Cleveland was a big dude, man. Okay, you know, can't move very fast, right? And as Teddy Roosevelt leaps for him. Grover Cleveland with the veto slaps him away. <laughs> oh, wow. That's simple. Okay. 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 Yes. Right. No. Okay. That's play number one. Wow. That's getting serious. Well, yeah. when Ulysses S. Grant goes after Abraham Lincoln, you know, it was just a simple reach issue. Okay. He had twice as much arm length on Ulysses. <laughs> bats him straight to the ground okay just like so like ulysses comes running at him and abe just like with the hammer throw right with the with the pointiest just boniest (laughs) fish you could ever imagine straight to the nose dude straight to the nose oh yeah okay so here's didn't like here's my scenario okay so since grover cleveland has now like vetoed teddy roosevelt just slapped him across you know just pushed him out of the way he goes and falls into the match between George Washington and Andrew Jackson. Meanwhile, while Abe Lincoln is smacking Ulysses Grant down, Grover Cleveland's walking across the octagon, just like waddling his way, kind of like the penguin, right? And as Lincoln's over the top of Grant, just like celebrating his victory, Grover Cleveland, with the uppercut, just lays him on his butt, just boom, <laughs> knocks him down, okay? So that's the scenario. Rob, go. Dude, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, so who's left? Can <laughs> try and keep up, guys. So Come on complicated. <laughs> I'm just curious, who wins this thing? Grover Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I, I think that Abraham Lincoln is going to walk out the winner at the yeah. end. Of the what? Day. No, I don't think so. Man. I don't think so. <laughs> Honest Abe, man. He's all lanky. Dude, he's never fought anybody. He's it, squirrely, it, bro. If it was just <laughs> if it was like if it was purely based on Braun at this point, Washington's walking away. I might have to go with Washington, you know. He's, yeah. he's the first president. Yeah. No, but here's the deal, dude. Here's the deal with Washington. They wanted to make him king and he declined. Which, Maybe they want to make him the champ and he'll decline. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'd like to pass it off to Mr. Jackson. <laughs> Who is exactly. unconscious? <laughs> Grover Cleveland yeah. stands in veto. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I cannot tell a lie. Veto. <laughs> right on. Sorry, I, I, I root for dark horses, man. I'm going with Cleveland. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have to say Washington. <laughs> All right, I'm going Lincoln. So there you go. Maybe it's gonna turn into a triple threat, and those guys are gonna have to throw down. Yeah, you know what? We're probably gonna need some votes from uh, from all of our listeners too. So maybe what we do is we post those six presidents' names and put it to a vote. You decide the winner, people. That's right. The winner. That's right. Next. All right. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that got real. I was like trying to follow along. What the heck happened? It's a fight, man. It's supposed to be real. <laughs> all right. So this next one uh, kind of plays off of uh, what we talked about uh, last time. This is a uh, question from Facebook uh, from Tyler Perkins, good buddy of mine. And uh, he says this, why doesn't Batman have any tools that use echolocation? Does he need them? Because he can see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess if he was like in the pitch dark with no other instruments and he was like oh luckily i have this echolocation but he has night vision okay i'm saying like his other instruments no, aren't working I, I think i get where he's coming from i mean he is batman yes but he's so not he should have some sort of sonar yeah but it depends on what we're referencing okay because if you look at the dark knight by christopher nolan okay and he comes up with or uh yeah, he comes up with the like sonar device when he's in China uh-huh. to kidnap that guy. Technically, Batman has got some sort of echolocation device because that's what sonar is based off of. That solves that mystery. <laughs> <laughs> I think, no, no, no. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Okay. I think you're, you're, thinking, you're thinking too literal about this. Here's the deal. He, he this, this is a guy who has committed Okay, he has made the commitment to live the bat life. All right, he's got the bat cave. He's wearing the bat suit. You know, he has no problem like hanging upside down. So the issue here. <laughs> oh, so is, we're talking about Lego Batman. <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> is Batman as committed to living the bat life as he tries to play it off? No. <laughs> <laughs> no? <laughs> I'm just saying. I, no, no, I, I think he is. I mean, we're we're talking about a billionaire, dude. Here. His, yeah, his role—he he can create anything that he thinks he needs or wants. So I think I think it's it actually is a lot more dude. simplistic than this. I think it's if I needed sonar, I'd use sonar. But guess what? I'm not as blind as a bat, so I don't need sonar. If he, if, <laughs> yeah, if he was Batman in probably the '50s, you know, maybe he would need. <laughs> Okay, let's think about it this way. Okay. If he's really, truly committed to the bat life, maybe he should be as blind as a bat. Right? So he... So, <laughs> so he should what I'm saying his, here, does Bruce yeah. Wayne have commitment issues? 
So is he playing this thing a little too lazy? What you're saying is technically <laughs> he should walk over to his billionaire Wayne Manor fireplace and burn his irises <laughs> and live that way all the time. <laughs> just to I'm sell just saying, out as the character. <laughs> just, just to be the bat. If he's going to live the bat life, he's got to be 24-7, 365, right? <laughs> Gosh. All I'm saying is Cyclops doesn't do that. <laughs> if he wants echolocation, he'll use echolocation. He's got the money for it. He's yeah. probably it's probably got a bunch of dust sitting on it somewhere. He's like, you know, I tried to use this for this one mission, but that was the one time I failed. Yeah, turns out my eyes work better. <laughs> Oh my. <laughs> Screw this, man. I'm not using this anymore. Alfred, junk it. <laughs> All I'm saying is maybe Bruce Wayne should be living off of a diet of fruit and bugs. Anyway, uh, move on. <laughs> maybe he is. <laughs> Hashtag living the bat life. Anyway, um, this next question comes from uh, Facebook also from a guy. Uh, named Benjamin Cooper, and he asks this. He's asking for our help, fellas. So yeah, this is our chance. Question. I like these. This is okay. our chance to... Change lives. Yes, yeah. to make an impact. This is That's the right. stuff go. I'm good at. Oh, uh, yeah, me too. Here we me go. Too. Tur- get ready. Here we go. Can you explain what turnt, on fleek, and trill mean? I am confused. <laughs> also, any recommendations for the best way to misuse them would be greatly appreciated. So talk to me, fellas. Okay. Turnt. Turnt. Uh, T-U-R-N-T. Turnt. Unfortunately, I am familiar with that one. (laughs) (laughs) Turnt? Turnt. You know, people, isn't that the same thing? Like, turnt up? Get it? That's turnt up. Can you use that like in a sentence? Sure. I don't, but people do. (laughs) Some people. Like, somebody called my name and then I turnt around. Maybe I don't spend enough time on the street anymore. <laughs> Could you please no, repeat dude, what those no, three dude, words are? Yeah, this is like... <laughs> uh, this, is, this is like millennial stuff. And I know we're still technically millennials, so we're kind of ragging on ourselves, no, but we didn't come I'm up Gen with X. this crap. Like, we didn't start saying this stuff. You know, we had, like, bomb... Dude, yeah. Which but, technically you can't even say anymore, so really, was, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> not the school, Actually, we might want to edit school that. system anyway. <laughs> hey, you know where a great place to bring that slang back would be on the airplane, Drew? Okay, so what about... <laughs> hey, oh, dude, you know what? I do yeah. have an airplane story, but I'll save it for a later date. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how you use it in a sentence? Turnt? Dude, that's let's, so turnt. Yeah, we'll get. let's get turnt up. Are you, are you turned it? I don't like, think so you're like, to say it like a hillbilly. Okay, like, turned it. Yeah, I, I know. Supposed, I well, like, I was going to say, are you supposed to enunciate it like that too? Is it like actually turned? No, man, or is let's it get turned like, up. Turned. 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 Dude, I don't oh think it gosh. matters like the the depth of your voice of how you say it. It just turnt, crap is the matter no with people turnt. nowadays. I don't know. What was the other two words? Yeah. Wait, so turnt so turn is like, we're going to get, we're going to get wild. Hey, crank. We're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get wacky in this mug. Yeah, basically. that's 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 pretty much what turnt is. Correct. Okay, so there you go. So how do so you guys not know? You guys wacky. are dads because we're the dads Yo, live- of under sevens. They're they're still trying to learn how to say that. You better learn this stuff before you go to the Foo Fighters show and you're out there mingling with all those young folk. I don't care, dude. The Foo Fighters were born in my generation, not hanging out with the millennials. Uh, that's true. All right. Yeah, the first thing you need to do when you walk up to Dave Grohl is say, "Man, that show was so turnt, Dave." Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he's gonna look right back at me and be like, "Get out of here! Get out of here!" What? What? <laughs> okay, so the next one Let's is turn it around on on fleek. 
on fleek, guys. Maybe it's like maybe <laughs> on fleek. Wait, is he making these up or is I swear is this what one... it sounds like on fleek? Nah, man. I feel like this is this is a term that street youths would say. I feel like Pretty it's sure going to turn out to be a popular name yeah. one day yeah. where, you know, like these <laughs> trends of, of bad names, you know, like, like it's, it's going to end up being something you don't want to be known as 10 years from now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On fleek. Dude, um, I, man, where do you even start? Right on? That? Is that is that what it would be? Like, Kinda right like, on, dude. Or like, on fleek. <sighs> right on. It you doesn't know? even, no, it doesn't even sound, I would feel weird using that. Like, you remember, like, when we used to say, like, Unless that's so Fleet tight. was a place or a thing where you're like, oh, where's the soap? Oh, it's Gosh, dude, I always wondered the day yeah, I that know. I would cross over and not understand, like, youth lingo and realize that's the day I'm an old man. This is common core. <laughs> this is what common core gets you. <laughs> that day is today. That day is today. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Okay, so like Andrew sort of knew knew what turnt was. I think on fleek is like when you're when you have a wardrobe and it's like banging, man. Like you are rolling up in like some Sean Johns and some Filas. Do people still wear Sean Johns? Those are things, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're rocking. Do people still wear Filas? Yeah. Fubu. You're like rocking some sweet jinkos, and then uh, you know they look, they look oh my at you, gosh. and they're uh, like, "Bro, those British knights are on fleek, right? Uh, like you're on. That's you're so on point. terrible. I hope I never hear anyone say that in person, dude. Oh, I'll have man. to say something. You can't. Yeah. No, no, no. That's not something you respond to. You just immediately slap the person. <laughs> Just, just let the power pause do. Just let the power pause do all the work. That's right, dude. Yeah, yeah. No. Make them come up I with do. something else to say. I better not. Ever I do think that, that just like in Wayne's World, when someone says "I love you," I think it's the same thing. I think you're just supposed to say "thank you" if they say you're on fleek, and then it's good. Then you just move on, and you're fine. Hard pass. Okay. <laughs> this one is. This one I think is really going to give us some issues. The last one is. Trill, T R I L L. Oh, no, it's Trill. easy, dude. Easy. Trill. Yeah, it's like, uh, uh, like dope. And, dope? and you know, what? every every reference that I'm saying, I know, sounds like a drug, but it's also a slang word. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, so trill, so trill kind of means like yeah, boss. Crazy. Uh, like boss. Yeah, like oh man, that new jam is so boss. It's cool. Yes. Like, hey, this war hey, that's in, the, in the words of a guy, no, the Danza. <laughs> the Danza. <laughs> the Danza. It's the Danza. So yeah, so Trill is like, like, dude, that's like, on, that's like fire. That's like flaming. That's on fire. Yes. Okay. And tonight is the only night that I've ever used those words, and it will be the last. The last. Night. And absolutely <laughs> the last. I'm actually really disappointed that the Danza never caught on. Like I'm really glad. I feel like, I feel like that was something original that came from our group. But I mean, I got to give Rob the credit for it. Like yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, coining the term. Yeah, absolutely. It was awesome. That's the Danza. But yeah, the, dude, kids was, who, yeah. the kids who the kids who came so up with Trill on Fleek and Turnt Turnt have never seen Who's the Boss or Tony Danza. <laughs> no. no, there's probably a lot of things they haven't seen actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
you know what? I think that's probably the best advice we could give to Ben is just don't use turnt, don't use fleek, don't use trill. Ever. If you see something that's cool, dude, you just say, bro, that's the Danza. That's the yeah, Danza. That's the, that's the Danza. That's the Danza, bro. That one will last. Show him. You know, you want to, or you know, want to show somebody who's the boss. Show them who's the dancer, Dave. <laughs> and then make them Google it when they don't know who that is. <laughs> what what what's googly? <laughs> oh, the goggle. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What you think I was too stupid to know what a googly was? <laughs> Anyways, oh. all right. So there you go, Ben. And then actually, he had another question that he submitted. So let's let's just hit that one too because I think this is pretty good. Okay. What does the color of a lightsaber say about the owner? And what color would you have? If it was up to me, uh, I would carry an orange one because orange is cool, baby. Okay. Orange is sweet. <laughs> All right. Well, if that's the case, I'm going to carry a red one, but I'm not a bad guy. I'll just be the first good guy. But, dude, as soon, the, the moment you kick that red one on, even if you're a good guy, they're going to be like, hey, check out that bad guy over there. And you could say, <laughs> you, could be, you could be like, no, 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 it's cool. I'm a good guy, guys. Dude, be like, okay. Eh, like in Rogue One, when Vader comes out, when he's chasing after the plans, yeah. you know, and like, right. it's yeah. all dark and yeah. it lights up. And dude, everything's red. It doesn't get more epic than that. Yeah. I want that moment where everybody in front of me, all 10 of those dudes are crapping their pants. Yeah. You know, because you're just glowing. <laughs> Okay, so if we're just spit, if we're if we're just strictly choosing colors, I'm going with purple, dude, because it's so rare. The only person I've seen wield a purple lightsaber was Mace Windu, and he made it look cool. And speaking of Mace <laughs> Windu, who was played by Sam Jackson, who I absolutely hate, makes it kind of ironic. But still, <laughs> if that's the if those are the colors we're going with, man, I'm going with purple because Your favorite one was by the worst actor in the movie. I know. I know. <laughs> But it's just it's just how it is, dude. That that purple lightsaber, nobody else. I've seen nobody else wield a purple lightsaber yet, dude. So I think it's cool. Not to mention, look at it from this perspective too, right? So blue is like supposed, in my opinion, from what I've seen, the epitome of like the good side. Okay, okay. red is like the dark side. Mm-hmm. If I was, purple. if I if I could wield the force, I wouldn't fight with the Jedi, because I empathize a lot with what Anakin went through. But I'm not out for world galaxy domination either either so i like wouldn't be with the sith so i'd be kind of like that independent guy like i'm not going to fall into the order of the jedi because you know you guys are kind of yeah whatever you're just wielding power in your own way you know josh it sounds to me like you're being seduced by the dog (laughs) sign sure (laughs) you're becoming twisted and evil more machine now than man (laughs) purple i'm going with purple So this next one comes from Brett Malik, and uh, this was also via Facebook, and he says, what would toilets look like if your knees bent backwards? <sighs> I, I, I read this question and went and sat on a toilet and still couldn't picture it. <laughs> <laughs> Is the butt still in the same place if your knees are going the opposite direction? <laughs> the butt? Yeah, is it still in the same spot? I mean, I mean, I think I think your butt's in the same place. I just think you, the angle gets wily. It just I will say it becomes way more thrilling to try and take a dump. I'm trying to picture what what Mr. Tumnus would do. Oh. <laughs> I just I feel like the toilet wouldn't be much different, but I just imagining a dude with his knees bending backwards, it just sound like sitting on a toilet sounds horrifying. Yeah, like night, yeah. nightmare fuel for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm not worried about a toilet if my 
It's like your feet are right by your face, then, right? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe you sit down on your calves and then you sit down. On the, on it wouldn't the be terrible if your feet are up. Then you have a spot to, you know, put the iPad. Then you can use your hands. To... <laughs> You can pull your feet up and use the bottom of your feet like a tray. Oh, man. Toilets can stay the same. It's us who change. There's wisdom there. We conform to the toilet. We are an evolving species. That's right. All right, here's another one. This one comes from Stacy via Facebook. She says, why can some animals in Disney movies speak, but others can't? And some other people asked this question and they brought up, you know, the scenario of like Mickey is a mouse and Minnie's a mouse, but Goofy's a dog and Pluto's a dog. What the heck is going on there? So what's the deal, guys? Uh, some can talk, some can't. Goofy's not good at talking, so I wouldn't, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go off using him quite as an example. Yeah, there, there is a subliminal message somewhere there. It's like a subconscious message, man, what because Disney's full of them. What is it? I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> so that's the one conspiracy you haven't nailed down. Yeah. yeah like you much. know for a fact the earth is flat, but I don't know why uh, some animals talk and some don't. Disney, I just know they're saying something, man. I just can't put my finger on it. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. So, hey, on that note, thank you guys so much for submitting your questions and keep them coming because uh, we love to, to hear what you guys are uh, thinking about out there and then it gives us you know something cool to talk about and, and have a great time with and so keep them coming you can uh, send them to us via twitter at yumihi podcast or at facebook.com slash yumihi podcast and we'd love to see that all right fellas so coming to the end of our time as always let's take it to socrates talk to me if you could give some advice to a younger you what would it be yeah i, I would i would tell the 12 year old me focus more on who's yielding what lightsabers because you're not going to care about the Ewoks later on. <laughs> Drew, what about you, man? Yeah, I guess if I could do anything, I'd go back to the beginning of this, beginning of this episode and keep my mouth shut about knowing what term meant. <laughs> All right, and if, uh, if I could sit down with a younger me, I would look myself straight in the eye and I would say, Rob... There's going to come a time in the future where somebody's going to ask you to visualize what it would look like to sit on a toilet with your knees bent backwards. Do not do it. It will haunt you. You will not sleep. Just move it along. Haunt your dreams. Move along. Move along. Just move do on. not do it. Hey, so we want to say thank you guys for listening and uh, for supporting the show. Make sure you go uh, leave us a review and hit those five stars at iTunes. We are also live on Stitcher, by the way. So if, uh, if that's a platform that you like to use, we are live there as well. So make sure you check that out. And until next time, I'm Rob Lambert. This is Josh Frankenstein. Drew Carroll. Don't think about the toilet. It's going to haunt you. Just have a good night. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>